going on? This is episode two of the Jabronis podcast. I'm Zach. And I'm Anthony. And uh, today we're going to do a run through about uh, of the payback uh, WWE results. And then now we're going to talk about some other fun stuff going on in the business. Yeah, let's kick it off quick. What All the right. hell was payback? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Second pay-per-view in seven days. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah. Super quick turnaround from SummerSlam. Not a lot of time to build everything up, I feel, but... No. The only thing that, like, really got built up fast was Keith Lee and Randy Orton. Yeah. That got, that got built up quick. That made the most sense, I feel, compared to all the other feuds, but I think it was more of just, like, a ratings thing. Yeah, I think they wanted to get everything into another pay-per-view just to see how they could get away with it. Yeah. Like, let's try to throw in another pay-per-view, see what happens... I guess the ratings were well. I don't know if they even have to release the numbers on that, so none of mm-hmm. us will ever even know. Yeah. You want to uh, do a rundown of the card? Let's do it. So I got it right here. We could start off with the kickoff show. So I got the the Riot Squad versus the, the Ilconics. The Iconics. 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 <laughs> I, actually missed, I actually missed the kickoff show. Who even won that match? It was uh, Riot, Riot and uh, Morgan. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, they ended up winning the next night on Raw anyways. Yeah. I hate it's like when just they a rematch. Yeah. yeah. It's a rematch from the pay-per-view. But uh, the O'Connick splitting up the following night on Raw. So yeah. how, do you, how do you feel about that? I They want to push Peyton Royce as a single star. I see it. Yeah, I, I always thought she was good. She was definitely yeah. the most... The more marketable, I guess, of the two, I feel. Well, even in NXT, she, uh, she, I think she was, she was one that they wanted to push towards getting an NXT Women's Championship. Right. And I think she had one or two opportunities. And I think another one had Billy Kay in the match. She was like a triple threat or a fatal four-way kind of thing. But I always saw her as like, out of the two, the breakout star of the two. Right. Yeah, it's kind of sad in a way because they've been together for so long. Like, yeah pretty much from like the beginning of their careers but that's just wwe you know (laughs) it's something that had to happen after a while wwe is like we okay we've had a tag team for too long we got to split them up now yeah exactly but at least it was a at least they got split up by you know by a match not hey we hate each other let's have a feud yeah Uh, yeah i think it's something interesting for sure it was a good sign off so uh the other match on I don't know. I forgot. I can't remember if this was on the kickoff show or not, but it was Apollo Crews versus Bobby Lashley for the United States Championship. I think that was the first match on the card. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was. I think we both got it right when we said uh, last week that Bobby Lashley was going to win the United States Championship. Yeah. So what? I think we're one for one on our calls. One, yeah, we're one for one right now. <laughs> it makes it makes the most sense. He hasn't held a singles title in WWE since before he left. And I think it's been 10, 11, 12 years, something like that. And mm-hmm. I think his last championship was the United States Championship. So it fits his character well. I remember if he won the Intercontinental Championship when he came back, like a year or two ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, see, he did. Did, he? he did. Yeah. Yes. I forgot he was in that whole thing with, like, Finn Balor and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I think it's a good call. But, like we said last uh, last week, Lashley's 
He's a main event guy. Yeah, they're just not they're not booking him as the monster that impacted. Yeah. They made him like give every championship to Lashley. Every every title, even the women's title, give it to Lashley. He deserves all of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was it was a good overall match. Oh yeah. Yeah. It didn't it didn't last too long, which you don't need for a match like that. Quick, no. easy. Yeah. Have some guy like Lashley look dominant, play dominant and exactly. win a championship. Yeah. Speaking about dominant, uh Big E versus Sheamus. Big E oh, getting yeah. that getting that singles push. Yeah, he needed that. He he's he's not ready for a championship match yet. I do think we'll get to it in a bit, what happened in the main event, but I do think eventually he'll be one of the guys to challenge the champion for the championship. Like he'll challenge Roman Reigns for the championship eventually. Definitely. And I do yeah. think that's that that seems like the logical thing WWE is moving towards. Yeah. Definitely Del- what Delphal he'll win though. Delphal he'll win against Roman yeah. Reigns, but we'll find out. You never know. And then the next match on the card was Matt Riddle versus King Corbin. Matt Riddle is one of those guys that I don't know what's happening now. Yeah, I have. It's, you know, he had his match against Corbin. He won, and it's. I I don't know where his character is going to go from here because WWE looks like they want to push him, but it's going to be one of those guys that's a start stop where, they're going to try to push him for the longest time, and then, in a week, Vince is going to get tired of him, and. True. I think he's going to be that superstar that uh, Vince is just going to get tired of and say, hey, we don't want you, or hey, you're going to be a jobber now, or something like that. Yeah, you might get Which uh, will completely suck. Yeah, for sure. That guy's full of talent, super charismatic, has a good personality, you know, even on social media. He's got that personality that clicks with audiences, but right now it's not, you know, we have no audience. That's true, that's true. Hopefully he doesn't... uh, even when he walks down to the ring, fist bumping everything, yeah. all the all the monitors. Hopefully, he doesn't get EC 3 and we don't see him like drinking or playing beer pong in the back in a couple he'll months sp- time. He'll be smoking a joint in the back. Oh yeah, yeah, for just sure. like right next to Vince. Yeah. <laughs> so this was uh this was a weird one. Uh, Shayna Baszler versus Nia. Uh, sorry, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax versus. The golden role models? Yeah, um, Bailey and Sasha, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That was probably the most unique finish to a match I've ever seen in my life. Shayna is making both Bailey and Banks tap out, and she's using <laughs> Banks' arm to wrap around Bailey's neck. And that was like, yeah, more of that. Yeah. Like, I want Baszler taking out like four or five people at a time, men or women. I don't Doesn't care. Matter. Like, yeah. sh- she looks like she, like, you look at her like, yeah, you can easily kick my ass. And <laughs> yeah, she can easily kick your ass. For sure. Well, that, they, pro- they probably should have put the belt on her again at uh, WrestleMania. That's what I feel. Yeah, there was something up with that. I don't know what happened, but yeah, it, it should have. That should have been her crowning achievement. The fact that she lost was like... Yeah, it was a bit of a what the fuck. Yeah. It was like, why? What was the reason for her losing? We'll see what happens now with Naya. This whole storyline they got going on, but... My whole thing is... Sorry? Who's going to challenge him? Who's going to challenge him for the championships? Yeah, that's true. I feel like it might be one of those weird ones where they just disband. 
but and make the title like vacant. Yeah, exactly. But now WWE's women's division, who do you really have? You have the Ride Squad, who I actually do think they're facing Shayna and Nia Jax next week. Yeah. Or they're, or they're going to be challenged in my class of champions, one or the other. But other than that, now the Iconics are broken up. Mm-hmm. WWE is going to eventually split up Bailey and Sasha. Mm-hmm. And I think the only other tag team they, they even have, they have Lana and Natalia, who are they're trying to force together yeah. because they have no female tag teams. Right. Just bring up the four horsewomen. Bring Ronda Rousey back. Make them like a dominant stable. <laughs> Good. It'll be great. And another thing, it's like, yeah, you don't really have anyone believable that would beat either one of them, right? Yeah. So it's a bit of a kerfuffle, as they say. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Kerfuffle. (laughs) All right. Next uh, is Keith Lee versus Randy Orton. Yes. What did you think about this? Yeah. Perfect. I would never, I wouldn't change a single thing about it. It was. It was perfect. He hit him with the spirit bomb, and then, yeah, one, two, three, clean as a goddamn whistle. Easiest yeah. thing. There was nothing you could change about that match. Yeah, exactly. That's how. That's. I'm basically on the same boat. I don't think you could have done that any better. They made yeah. Keith Lee look strong. Orton, he's still getting his title match with Drew McIntyre, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, and if what my opinion is, he'll eventually win at Clash of Champions, and then. Um, Keith Lee can easily say, "Hey, you've never pinned me. I've already pinned you. Right. Let's let's go." And by I'll say Survivor Series, you're gonna have a match Keith Lee versus Randy Orton WWE Championship. You think they're gonna it's, take the belt off Drew? Oh yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's time. I think to be fair, he deserves a title run in front of fans, and I do think that eventually they're gonna get back to that. Of course, yeah. But right now. Randy Orton is where he was 10 years ago. He was, he's at the top of his top of his game. He needs that championship. He needs to have, be a dominant champion. We're going to get, we're going to get Drew versus Randy again after mm-hmm. class of champions. One, I think Randy's going to win. Then they're going to have a rematch at, I don't, I don't know the other pay-per-view that's going to be, there's going to be another one in October and then we'll have survivor series in November. And that's when Keith Lee will face Randy Orton for the WWE title. That's my opinion. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. It would they be fun. Sh- yeah. They need yeah. to like skyrocket Keith Lee. Put up. Yeah. Put any, like, just take off the tank top and put a, like, a jetpack on him and make <laughs> him shoot to the moon. Yeah. Well, I mean, the fact that they're throwing him basically right up against, like, two, uh, two of, like, the top guys in the company, it's like, it's promising, right? Oh, yeah. Completely. Yeah. All right. So this one was Ray and Dominic versus. Seth and Buddy Murphy. Well, don't call him Buddy Murphy. Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. It was a good second showing for Dominic. He looked good. He, yeah. he like the, his first match, you saw a little bit of where he can improve. And I feel like in that week, in that one week from his first match, already improved tenfold. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's looking pretty promising as well. So. But, uh, well, the only thing that sucks about that match is how Rey Mysterio got injured. He injured his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, things happen. There's no, I, I didn't see where he injured it. I just, there's reports coming out that he injured his shoulder. That's why he wasn't able to face Rollins on Monday. Okay. That was actually a good match on Monday, too, between him and uh, Rollins. I thought he was going to win for like 
oh, yeah, the maybe like a, seconds there. Yeah. It's but like, it would, oh, that would have been that would have been good main event too. Yeah, honestly. You got, two, you got somebody who's brand new to wrestling. You got somebody who's brand new to the roster, and then you got a legend like Randy Orton. Yeah. Yeah, he looks he looks really good. I'm I'm really excited to see uh, what else they have in store for him. Yeah, it's gonna be something they have to branch off from the Rollins thing quick. Yeah, eventually, yeah. Like pretty soon, you would yeah, imagine. But the only thing is now, who do you put them up against? Odds are this Monday or in a couple of weeks, whenever they're gonna do it, it's gonna be Dominic versus Murphy in a match, one on one. Yeah, I could see that, that happening. That's gonna happen. I think they're eventually they're gonna continue the feud for maybe another month, but it needs to end quick because you need to start working on another storyline sooner rather than later. Yeah, I agree. And then uh, the final match of the night was uh, the triple threat no holds barred match for the Universal Championship. It was uh, the Fiend, Braun Strowman, and uh, Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman. That was probably the smartest way for Roman to win the championship and cement him as a heel. Because yeah. that's the most heelish thing you can do. Exactly. Wait, till, wait until the final moments before the like once the ring explodes. Yeah. Then you just like ah okay, I'll go to the match. I'll sign this contract. Then I'll go. Yeah. It as like being realistic. It makes no sense because how can you sign a contract to be in a match if the match already started? And why would the ref start a triple threat match without the third person in the ring? Yeah, it's kind of silly. Absolutely no sense. But, I mean, you got somebody who's a new Paul Heyman guy. I think it's pretty cool. I think Roman deserves to be champion right now. If they didn't capitalize on it this week, it would have taken months or a year for anyone to really want him to be universal champion, especially as a heel. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I definitely uh, see where you're coming from. I feel like now's the opportune time for him to – just go all out with Heyman and see what they could do. Yeah, it only it, it kind of sucks that Bray's title reign for like the second time was cut real short. Yeah, like a week. Like this was a week. He yeah. held the title for seven days. Yeah, that's rough. And for a second, I was kind of scared. I thought he, I thought he was actually going to bring out that Fiend championship, mm-hmm. which would have been hilarious if Roman won yeah. holding that Fiend's championship, <laughs> just the for face sure. holding it. It would have been weird, but it would have been cool as like a cool photo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing with the fiend, I feel, is like he's not a guy who necessarily needs a championship. No, because his character doesn't. is just so over the top. Like it's almost like that. Like guys like that. Uh, guys similar to Undertaker. Like they don't. They just have a really strong gimmick. They don't really need a championship to get them over. I think he'll eventually get a long run with a title, like a for couple sure, months, for sure. but. Right now, he's doing. He's gonna do his thing with Alexa Bliss. Uh, I think him and Strowman are still gonna have a feud. Mm-hmm. I think that needs like a proper blow off after what happened on Sunday. Yeah. And there's gonna be a thing. There's gonna be a little triangle. There's or not even a triangle. There's gonna be four people involved in this. There's gonna be uh, Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss, Braun Strowman, and Bray Wyatt. There's. I don't know what's gonna happen, but it's, we're gonna have to find out. Yeah. It's the whole point. It'll be a fun storyline, I, I would foresee, hopefully. Well, that was, like, payback overall, I think it was, it was decent. Yeah, not bad. I think it, it was just a rushed pay-per-view. They could have done something like that 
on like a raw. They could have had like <laughs> the champ, like the United States Championship match on the raw. They could have had well, they did have Riot Squad versus I- the Iconics on the raw. Yeah. Um, they, the Universal Championship match, they could have put off until Class of Champions. You didn't need a championship match. You didn't need all of this stuff happening that quickly. So it was a decent pay-per-view, but I think overall it happened way too fast and they should have prolonged everything a little longer, have a de- had a better storyline, have more grudges be thrown together, have people be, hey, like let's have, I don't know, a longer feud, not a blow-off match a week later. Yeah, yeah, that's what I, my, my thoughts were as well. But overall, I guess for like a week's time to like develop everything, not bad. Definitely seen worse, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what we can talk about now, if we're talking about payback results, let's talk about the raw results. Yeah, let's get into it. That was that was a surprising episode of Raw. I tuned in, literally knowing absolutely nothing. All yeah. I knew, all I knew at the beginning was it was supposed to be Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins. And then as soon as I turn on my TV, well, Rey Mysterio's injured. I'm like, okay, yeah. we're having a SummerSlam rematch, literally a week later. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, that but, was. Surprising for me as well. But we had, um, th- it was cool with those number one contenders matches. So we had like the first one was uh, Keith Lee versus Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Which you wanted, called it last week too. <laughs> yeah. I said, watch them throw, watch them throw Dolph Ziggler to Keith Lee. I thought they were, I said they were going to have like a mini feud with Keith yeah. Lee. It was going to be Keith Lee and Dolph Ziggler have a mini feud, which they always do with NXT guys. But it was, I think this is, will just be a one-off. I don't think there'll be another match. Mm-hmm. Um, thank God Keith Lee won. Yeah, of course. No, well, no I, surprise yeah. roll-up, no interference, just straight up power bonds him. Perfect. There, there'd definitely be riots if he lost. My, I love the way everyone's taking this spirit bomb finisher now. Yeah. Like he's got – I don't think he's going to be using that big bang catastrophe finisher anymore. No. That spirit bomb looks good. I think that I think that that spear bomb has pinned Randy Orton now twice. It yeah. pinned him at Survivor Series last year to eliminate him from the match. I think it was the spear bomb that did that, and then again at Summer, uh, again at Payback, and having some guy like Dolph Ziggler take that move. Yeah, the guy sells better than anyone in the business. Yeah, of course. It looked like he flew off the ground when it hit him. Yeah, that's it. that's his specialty selling. Uh, yeah. Uh, the next match we had, well, we had Lana versus Mickey James, which yeah. uh, it was a bit forced. Yeah, this, it's doing. They're basically redoing what happened with Lay Cool and Mickey James back in like, I think late two thousands or early two thousand tens. Minus making fun of her weight. Yeah. <laughs> this time they're just. Now. Yeah, this time they're just <laughs> making fun of her career, being like, you've done yeah. nothing with your career. Here are all your highlights. It's like, yeah, you guys can't show her highlights because her highlights are basically her and Trish Stratus. And you, it's blocked on the WWE Network, half the stuff they did. <laughs> yeah, they edited real. it out. It's uh, it, not, not PG-13. No. Yeah. But, yeah, in my opinion, it's going to be Mickey James versus Asuka for the Women's Championship at a Raw Women's Championship, a Class of Champions. Yeah. You're going to have maybe Natalia and Lana like interfere, and then they're going to have a fatal four-way, and it's going to be a cluster fuck-up stuff. 
Yeah, for sure. Speaking of Asuka, what the fuck was going on with her when she joined the commentary team? I love Asuka. I don't, I don't, she can literally just sit there and make any noise she wants and it's amazing. Just everyone stop talking and let her talk. Pokemon. It was great. Yeah. I enjoyed every moment. She was killing me, so. That's her, that's her thing now. She's taking advantage of no crowds and just be like, listen to Asuka. Yeah, for real. Uh, next, we had Randy Orton versus Kevin Owens. I love heel Aleister Black. Yeah, he looks good. Yeah, him just kicking Kevin in the face before the match even starts, throws him in the ring. He's all yours now, Randy. Yeah. And the match was over within, what, 10 seconds? Yeah. Quick RKO. I, I One, think two, Randy three. Orton. Yeah, R- Randy Orton's the right choice for that. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Owens needs to rebuild what he was doing. He's re- he hasn't done anything since WrestleMania. Yeah. He hasn't gotten like a decent program. Aleister Black needs a decent program. Mm-hmm. And to be in a program with the former Universal Champion makes all the sense in the world to me. Yeah. I, I, I think Aleister Black's going to come out on top probably well, in that feud. But it's definitely... I have a theory... Sorry, go ahead. No, no. Uh, it's the, Yeah. Fuck, now I forgot. <laughs> it's definitely, uh, I think, the right thing for both guys. Yeah, I have, I have like a little theory that uh, Kevin Owens is going to win the Royal Rumble. Okay. Uh, you're, like, look at back at Drew McIntyre's 2019. He was mm-hmm. uh, in a tag team with Dolph. He looked, he didn't look dominant, even though he was... Yeah. He was told, we were told every single time he was on screen, this is the Scottish psychopath. He's the (laughs) Scottish Terminator. He's the enforcer of these two. And people were comparing him to Kevin Nash, where Mm. Dolph Ziggler was the Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Um, And then he basically won the Royal Rumble out of nowhere. Some people people guessed that, but then a lot of people were like, no, they're not going to do it. They haven't been treating him properly. Mm -hmm. If, yeah, I've been calling, I've been saying it since that Rumble. I'm like, okay seeing Kevin Owens progress, have a few with Rollins. I could see him being like the dark horse to win the Royal Rumble this year or next year. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, it's doable for sure. I mean, considering I feel like even like the no fans play a part in it as well. Like, Oh my God, we need fans for the rumble. Yeah. That's what I was just thinking. Of. <laughs> like, don't have, don't have the rumble without fans. It's no, that's just, just skip not it. the same. Yeah. It's without that pop. Without that excitement, yeah. it's not it's not going to be the same. It's going to be way worse than even no fans at WrestleMania. Yeah, honestly. Well, hopefully, fingers crossed, like, things kind of get back to somewhat being normal, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, next, we had Bo- the Hurt Business, Bobby Lashley, Shelton Benjamin, MVP versus Cedric Alexander and the Viking Raiders. Um, I... I don't know where to go with this because I don't know who's going to – somebody's going to join the Hurt Business. It's either going to be Apollo yeah. or it's either going to be Cedric. And the way, the way MVP smiled when Cedric rolled him up yeah, and he just – he stopped Lashley, stopped um, Shelton, and he's like, no, no. He stopped him and just had a huge grin on his face. It's like, yeah, good, good, good job. And then <laughs> what? We had a commercial and then backstage just kicking yeah, the shit out of him. It's, yeah, like, it's a bit weird. Going yeah. But I think uh, it's it's hard to it's hard to pick and choose. I don't want both of them to be a part of it because I think five guys in a stable is too many. 
especially now yeah. we have retribution running around. There's probably going to be like six or seven of them. I think four is good. Um, Cedric fits the mold better because he doesn't have really anything to do. And he also has a tag team with Ricochet and you mm-hmm. can kind of see that they're not doing anything. Yeah. Where Apollo, he has something to go after. He has the United States championship. He wants back. Right. But a lot of people I'm reading are saying this makes um, a good choice for Apollo to join it, uh, join the Hurt Business. But for his character, he's, I don't think he fits the mold of it. Yeah, I, I would agree. Yeah, I, I could only see Cedric uh, joining right now. Uh, but we'll find out. It's going to take some time, but it's not going to be anytime soon. Yeah. If any, if anything, we're, we'll probably see Cedric versus Bobby Lashley for the United States Championship at Night of Champions or okay. Class of Champions, whatever yeah. we're calling it now. And then, I don't know, Apollo comes in, tries to help him out after being attacked, and Cedric's like, I don't need your help. And who knows? We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we had the number one contender match, but the loser disbands Iconics versus the Riot Squad. That came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was like, a bit of a – they didn't really – yeah, they kind of just threw that stipulation in there just like probably – Well, right the number before. one contenders one I get. Having the yeah. stipu- having that stipulation, I totally understand. You yeah. need tag teams to go up against your new tag team champions, and you don't have any real tag teams. So, yeah, these are really the only two you have on Raw. Go right. for it. But the whole breakup thing should have been played out more, should have had maybe a little tension between the two to the point where they both want to be a part of that match. Because who would who would want to be a part of that match? It's like, guess what? If you win, you get not to be champion. You get the opportunity to face the champions. But if you lose, you can't be tag team anymore. Yeah. I think it should have been, if anything, if they were going to do a stipulation like that, it should have been for the championship, not to challenge for the championships. Yeah, that makes sense. I think you need more on the line, 100%. But anyways, the world's greatest tag team split up. The Iconics are now. Yeah, sad, man. Uh, the second ever women's tag team champions. They were. I really liked them together. They were really interesting. But even like Raw Underground, Peyton Royce is just like feeding Billy Kay to what Maria Shafir. Yeah. It's like, cool. Okay. She's yeah. her head is like not working anymore. She has all of the concussions. Yeah. <laughs> And then Peyton Royce is just smiling, but that I didn't understand because in the ring, they were crying. They're upset that they're breaking up. And then she just throws her into the ring and she's laughing or smiling that she got her head bashed in. Yeah. That doesn't make it's like you guys are yeah. friends. You guys are still friends, right? Just because you're not teaming together doesn't mean you can't still be friends. Yeah. I don't understand that. And now she's... we're going to get a program between the two. Yeah, I think it's going to be both of them, like, duking it out. Oh, yeah. Especially after what happened on Monday on Raw Underground. That's definitely going to happen. Yeah. Like, they have no choice now. Uh, Next, we had the the last number one contenders qualifying match, uh, Seth Rollins versus Dominic Mysterio. This was a good one. Man, Ray and his daughter and and Dominic's mom just watching backstage, it's like, you guys are just going to, like, just watch. Like, they're just watching their son yeah. get their absolute shit kicked out of him. Yeah. At least, like, go stand on the rampway being like, all oh, right, don't Or stand die. ringside, maybe. <laughs> yeah. 
Was Murphy? No, Murphy wasn't ringside. He got attacked before the match. Yeah. I'm trying yeah, to think yeah. if he was there. But, Overall, uh, for his third match, good job. Yeah, man. Like, he's killing it. He's coming out hot. I think everyone's pretty, pretty proud of him. Also, uh, quick shout out to Rey Mysterio's daughter. She's a smoke show. Yeah. <laughs> whoa, 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 wait. Hold on. Hold on. We have to we have to figure out how old she is first. Oh yeah. <laughs> let's search this up. Let's search this up. Rey Mysterio's daughter H. Alright, she's about nineteen. Okay, okay. That's we're, what we're that's good. what Google is telling me. Google says about nineteen. So yeah. we're we're good with that. <laughs> yeah, we're in our early twenties, so uh Yeah, we're okay. so we're fine. <laughs> and we're we're Canadian. Yes. So it's it we're really fine here. Yeah. Even though Zach sounds like he's forty five, um he is not. <laughs> yeah, guys. Um uh, then we had this match, which I did not know was a tornado tag because I caught it halfway through. Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. hmm I didn't know it was a tornado tag team match. Yeah, I didn't catch this one. So when so the Street Profits won. Um, oh yeah, then retrib- retribution came on, right? Yeah, yeah. and I think Ford got the pin. Mm-hmm. So I was very confused because I'm like, he's not legal, and it's like, oh wait, it's a no, it's a tornado tag team match. Okay, but I th- so retribution came in. The match technically ended in a no contest. But the way people were like throwing pins, I'm like, oh, wait, you're not legal. Oh, the referee's screwing up. And it was all up, up in my head. But yeah, another match with these guys where Retribution comes out of nowhere. I like how they like really showed the three women attacking Zelina Vega. We're yeah. women. They're like, we're women. We're going to attack a woman. Yeah. <laughs> they were making it like very clear that these are women attacking women, not yeah. guys attacking this woman. Um. There was like some people talking about how that uh, girl, Demi Burnett, okay. that bachelor girl is uh, the leader of Retribution. And I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I would, that's, it was, yeah. It was a joke kind of rumor, but I mean, hey, nobody attacked her. She left. She just walked away scot-free. No one touched her. No one looked at her. They're just like, yeah, it's fine. She's the leader of Retribution. That's uh, what they're going with. That's uh, that's underwhelming to say the least. If that is, if oh, that yeah. is true, I love the I love Angel Garza's new character. How anytime Retribution comes on screen, he just bolts. Like he, during he left Andrade, he left Zelina, and just grabbed Demi and ran away. Then when they got backstage, he sees Retribution again, and he leaves Demi and runs away. <laughs> Wonder if uh, like that's a little hint maybe he's gonna turn face i don't i don't think he's gonna turn face i think they're just gonna end up splitting up everybody i think andrade yeah. and zelina are good just the two of them yeah and then anal can go do whatever he wants because people are now can people have been comparing him to eddie guerrero mm-hmm. and i think having him do something like on him by himself maybe even switching over to smackdown during the draft yeah which is supposed to be happening this month rumors are saying or early october have him go to SmackDown, um, like work up the rankings, constantly win, and then maybe get a shot at the Intercontinental Championship would be perfect for his yeah. character. It would be sick if he came out like during the draft in like a nice pimped out whip, just like yeah. Eddie Guerrero. 
I, I like his whole thing where he's like walk like he starts off with these pants and then just pulls them off yeah. and throws them out of his opponent. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely die every it's time. It's like the fucking Kappa pants. I'm what I'll I'll be I'll be watching wrestling with my girlfriend. I'll be like, he just ripped off his pants and she looks up, she's like, Oh. It's like you get excited over that. I'm like, yeah, he just rips <laughs> them off. <laughs> That's jokes. Uh what what do we got next? We got Raw Underground. We can skip Raw Underground for the yeah. recaps. Doesn't yeah. that doesn't really matter anyways? Dolph Ziggler basically dominates Raw Underground and he got beat <laughs> in like five minutes. Keith Lee, yeah. it's fine. It's all good. Uh, let's go right to the main event Randy Orton, Keith Lee, Seth Rollins. I would not change a single thing in that match. I think Randy Orton now has started to develop his character as a legend who is putting over younger talent. Yeah, I, he's I would doing agree. it proper. Definitely. Even like when Keith Lee hit the spirit bomb on Seth Rollins, Randy Orton hits the RKO on Keith Lee. And instead of pinning Keith Lee in basically yeah. the middle of the ring, he just nope goes over and pins Seth Rollins just to show this move is a devastating move. And also not to pin a new up and comer. I think if they would have pinned Keith Lee during that match, it would have just undone everything that's been going on for the past two weeks. Yeah. Also, given that Keith's like a big, he's a big, hefty dude. Like, wouldn't one RKO like really put him out? Especially when he had like all that momentum in the match. That's what I think too, as well. The fact that Randy Orton hasn't pinned him yet is going to cement that he can go challenge him for the championship when time comes. Yeah, that's good and storytelling. If so, exactly. Yeah. I just hope that's the story. Yeah. <laughs> if it ends up being like Randy Orton versus Seth Rollins for the championship, that makes absolutely no sense to me. Or if it's yeah. Randy Orton versus, I don't know, Dolph Ziggler, that makes no sense yeah, to me. <laughs> yeah. Overall, though, Raw was like a pretty decent show. It sets up Clash of Champions pretty well. Yeah. I you like know, that. you can kind of figure out who's going to be the number one contender for the women's championship. It looks like it's going to be Mickey James. We have the number one contenders, uh, Riot Squad versus Nia Jackson, Shanna Baszler, mm-hmm. which they need a name. Yeah. Do they have? No, they don't have a name right now. A name. We no. got to figure out a name. We got to take our time and figure this one out. Yeah, we'll do this for you, WWE. Yeah. <laughs> send our paychecks in the mail. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just send me Zach's too. I'll take both of them. Yeah. Uh, and then we and then we not got now the WWE Championship match: Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton. I think this match will have a stipulation. Okay. Uh, the match at SummerSlam and the match at SummerSlam ended perfectly. The fact that they're doing a rematch. Mm-hmm. You have um, neither one of the guys hit their finishers. Yeah. So it's not like they were dominant the whole match. Both guys were even, and then it just ended in a roll up, which I criticized happening. But now that they're, I thought about it, they're doing it. It's like it makes sense. Because yeah. neither one of the guys showed their dominance yet. They never showed their cards yet. Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty disappointed with the finish as well at SummerSlam, but what are you going to do? It's I'm used to WWE being like, here's this finish, and then the next finish, we're just going to have Drew McIntyre win in like five minutes. It's yeah. I'm used to that. If they're doing long-term storytelling, which it looks like they could be doing, I, I enjoy it. Okay, yeah. Did you catch we'll NXT uh, Super Tuesday? Uh yeah, I saw the uh what was it, the Iron Man match? Yeah. There was um well let's run down the card quick. 
Okay. Before we get to that, we had um, a street fight. It was a six-man tag team street fight versus Legado del Fantasma right. versus Brizango and Isaiah Swerve Scott. This was a clusterfuck yeah, of was- tag teams in one match. It wasn't even like – it wasn't even just them. It was like – I think Imperium got involved. You had like – a, you had like Imperium getting involved, then you had like, it. It was just a lot going on in one match. Yeah. Um, was, yeah, exactly. Too many like intersecting, like just storylines and shit like that. Just like very WCW. Well, my thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I like the I like the way it's gonna like foreshadow an NXT card because. I can see the next NXT card, like the NXT TakeOver card being Swerve Scott versus um, uh, Escobar okay. for the Cruiserweight Championship. Then you have the other two members of Legado del Fantasma versus mm-hmm. Imperium versus Brizango for the NXT Tag Team Championship in like a, probably a, just a normal triple threat tag team match. Okay. So yeah. I think it sets it up fine, but it, it was a great match. I loved it. A lot of stuff was happening, mm-hmm. but having Imperium show up this early after losing the tag team titles, I think should have, I think they should have been kept off TV a little longer. Yeah. Um, next we had Candice K- uh, LeRae versus Casey Catsazaro. I love Casey Catsazaro. Yeah, you do. She was, she's, uh, I remember seeing her on American Ninja Warrior. Oh, and then when WWE, <laughs> And then when WWE signed her, I'm like, cool. She's great. She's also, I think, still dating Ricochet. I think so. And then her whole thing at the Royal Rumble, I think it was, uh, I think it was last year or two right. years ago where she came out. Everyone's like, who's this tiny woman? And then she's doing handstands, ever, all this stuff to stay in the match. I'm like, yeah, yeah. she's awesome. Super do something athletic. with, yeah, do something with her. Don't have her just lose to Candice LeRae. Yeah. In like a nothing match. Could it be just another one of those ones where they don't realize exactly what they have. Well, she did try to leave WWE. Rumors were that she actually, her contract expired and she was going to go to another company. Uh, I think earlier this year. Right. But then she was on NXT. And then she was on another NXT and they're like, okay, yeah. maybe she's not leaving. And it turns out after a while, people are like, okay, she renewed her contract. Okay. But yeah. this for me was a nothing match. It was Yeah, it was, it was It was a squash for Candice. Yeah, exactly. They want to push her against Io Shirai eventually and I see it. Uh she does deserve a championship match. She hasn't gotten one yet. She does deserve it, but do it with somebody different. Don't do it with Casey. I know there's like there's a limit on female wrestlers in NXT who have some credibility credibility that you don't want to yeah. ruin. But do what AEW is doing. Have two perfectly good female wrestlers have a perfectly good wrestling match, and they'll both come out good. I don't think Casey came out good at all in this match, or Candice, even with the victory. True. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, man. Well, Love to see, like, but... Or even, like, the match that happened right after. It was, uh, yeah. Even, like, the match that happened after. You had Thatcher versus uh, Bronson Reed. Timothy okay. Thatcher versus Bronson Reed. The way they did that, it's you had two guys who were coming off losses from NXT TakeOver. You had Thatcher, who lost to Finn Balor. 
Mm -hmm. but still looked good in the loss versus Bronson Reed who lost in the ladder match, but still looked good in the loss because it's not like he got pinned or submitted. He just didn't climb a ladder to get a championship. Right. I thought watching this match, it was, why are you putting two guys who are both now in a downward spiral because they have two losses on the record. Yeah. You're putting these guys who you've, you've shown can do more who you, we know that you want to build up, mm-hmm. especially with Thatcher. You have him doing those uh, technical school matches on NXT. Yeah. You have Bronson Reed who is just athletic as fuck for a big guy. <laughs> he's, he's basically like the new Keith Lee in NXT, but not as popular. Yeah, exactly. And so having that happen, you're putting these two guys who need wins together. It doesn't help either one. But Exactly, yeah. And Well, even like with the by, interference by Austin Theory, because mm-hmm. he's going to be starting a feud with Timothy Thatcher, that sort of helped because it's not like Timothy like rolled him up or anything like that and grabbed the tights or grabbed the rope. He made Bronson Reed tap out. Right. I thought this match wasn't going to do anything for either guy. I thought it was going to be, okay, maybe one is going to win and it still doesn't help them out too much. It's just another win. But having Timothy Thatcher just tap out that kind of like that big of a guy as Bronson Reed, it kind of still looks like he's dominant. And I think he, he should be in line for the North American championship next. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Definitely still makes him look like a believable threat, I guess. Yeah. What do you think of Damian Priest though being the NXT North American champion? Well, from what I've seen from him before, like he's pretty, pretty athletic guy. I always liked uh, what he could do with his promos. I don't know. I feel like now now's a good time to put a title on him. What, Let's um, go. What, what do you think? I think Lee. I think um, Damian Priest is. Like, he was the only real option to win the championship. Okay. I didn't see anyone else go. I, I, the only other person I thought could have won because he's been kind of dominant is uh, Cameron Grimes. Okay. I thought it would have been really cool to have some guy like that. WWE is just, or NXT is just giving him the opportunity. He, he just kept beating everybody so quickly. And then you started to see his actual athletic ability. Mm-hmm. So seeing somebody like that, just being like, here, here's a championship right away. Would have been really cool to see. We, Cause we don't see that in NXT a lot. You don't see some guy just come into the company within a couple of months, give him a title. Right. Um, it's, especially if they're not too dominant. Like we saw the exception with like Karrion Cross, who was just dominant constantly. But yeah. some guy like Cameron Grimes, who isn't that dominant, given a, a, a championship in NXT is pretty, I thought it was going to be pretty cool. Yeah. No, I like him. Let's get on to that main event, which uh, we got Balor, Champa, Cole, and Gargano, NXT Championship 60-man Ironman match. Yeah. That was a great match. Oh, yeah. I I had a problem with the ending. Okay. So I think I think we both had Balor when we predicted who was yeah, going to win. Did. Yeah. I had a problem with the ending. Not because and not because of like final seconds and I thought that was perfectly timed. Yeah, it was. It was. Literally he hits the ref hits the ground and it has 1 second left and then zero. Yeah. My problem is you're putting off crowning a champion 
for another week to build more ratings. That doesn't seem like something NXT does. That seems like something Raw or SmackDown does. Mm. NXT is usually here's their champion done and over. I feel like it's just a sign of the times, I guess. Just do whatever you can to boost the ratings, you know? But it's not even like there's a war. Yeah, I know. They're they're having it on Tuesday again. Yeah. It's going to end in a double count out and then the Wednesday after. NXT versus AEW for the first time in like what five weeks? Yeah. I don't I don't I don't know what, what I don't they're know. thinking. I didn't, but I didn't mind that the the finish, but I don't know. I kinda agree with what you're saying where it's just like just just give someone the belt, you know? Well, I started thinking about it too after the match, because I'm usually excited to see four of the best wrestlers in WWE. Yeah. go at it in a match because there's n- there's nothing going to be wrong with it. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. But I started thinking, who else could challenge for the championship realistically? Keith Lee's yeah. on SmackDown. Oh, sorry. Keith Lee's on Raw. Riddle's on SmackDown. I don't want to see... Like, I'm, pre- I'm still predicting Balor wins. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to see yeah. ba- Balor and Cole again. I don't want to see Balor and Champa. I don't want to see Balor and Gargano. Yeah. <laughs> Which is sad. I would like if you would have told me that last year. Right. Hey, we got Tommaso Ciampa versus Finn Balor. I would have been like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. But but now you only have these four guys who are former NXT champions who are given this opportunity. Who else do you go with? Yeah, you make a good point, and it definitely feels like, in at least in the NXT main event, it's kind of like the same guys just getting the same opportunity. I really hope Cameron Grabs comes out and just caves uh, the guys. What's going on with uh, Velveteen Dream? He's the leader of Retribution. I actually don't know. (laughs) I don't don't know. I think people are still criticizing what happened with his personal life and don't want him on screen right now. Okay, okay. But I do see... Did we ever get Finn Balor versus Velveteen Dream? Didn't that match get canceled? Or did we get that match? I'm not sure. I could search it real quick. Well, we got the match for the number one contendership for the ladder match. Right. Uh, Velveteen Dream won, but it was by Timothy Thatcher's interference. Right. So maybe that could be a match. I think Velveteen Dream versus uh, Finn Balor would be a good match for the NXT title. It looks like it did happen, but I don't know what the match was. It might have just been a regular match. But definitely, you know, regardless of what happened with Velveteen Dream, um, it would be a great time for him to come back. Yeah. yeah. He had a good showing at the takeover match, and I like how he sold his injury, getting thrown off the ladder over the barricade onto a table. Yeah, that guy's ridiculous. If you, yeah, if you have to check <laughs> yeah. out anything from that match, just watch that on loop. Yeah. He, he gets thrown. Need. Yeah. Um, it's. I don't want to see Cole as champion again. I love Adam Cole. Adam Cole is probably one of my favorite wrestlers. Uh, I don't want to see him as champion right now. Mm. It's it, it'll be too quick. He just lost the title. Yeah. I like the moment in the middle of the match where both him and Ballard did the two sweets. Yeah, that was a cool moment. You got two guys, former uh, leaders of the Bullet Club, just embracing it right in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Vince McMahon probably like falling back in his seat. 
either with excitement or anger, either one, one he fell two, back yeah. in his seat. Uh, who do you, well, who do you have next week? Cole Baller? No, I'm still going to go with Baller. Yeah. Yeah. My thing was, where the hell were Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, Roderick yeah. Strong? Like, you have a stable to help you win championships. Where were they? Yeah. So, yeah, another weird call. At least even not to have them just, like, run down the ramp and, like, try and cause some something. Well, I- well, actually, thinking about it right now, I just asked you, but I feel like I answered it myself in my head. I think what Pat McAfee said to Cole, that I think that got in his head, where he said, the only reason why you have these guys is to win championships. Maybe that got into his head a little bit. Yeah, maybe that'll play into something. That'd be cool.